Hello guys and welcome to another BetfairTradingCommunity.com podcast. Um, today I'm going to be previewing the IPL cricket tournament coming up as requested by some members. Um, so yeah, I just want to do a preview of that. Um, I see the IPL as the greatest T20 tournament in the world probably even bigger than the World Cup. Um, it has such a huge following, especially obviously in India, but also around the world. Um, and I thought I'd give you a guide to trading it. If you've not already read our brilliant strategy articles on trading cricket and the IPL, then you really should. Um, there's great advice in them. Um, obviously, we've got some of the greatest minds trading on Betfair in cricket. Um and if followed correctly, these posts will make you money for years to come. Um, so I've actually put some links in the blog post that I've done for this as well. So check the blog. That's betfairtradingcommunity.com um, slash blog and then IPL Cricket Trading Preview. And if you go there, I've put three links to three incredible articles we've written on how to make money trading cricket including how to master scalping it, which is an absolute goldmine for us. Um, so obviously we've followed those things for years and made money. And, uh, you know, if you follow them correctly, you'll be hard pushed, really hard pushed not to make money from it. Um, so, yeah, anyway, on to this year's IPL preview. As we've already covered how to trade cricket in depth on the site and in those articles, I'm not going to repeat that content. Um, but what I will give you is some short previews of the teams this year um, so that you've got that knowledge moving into your trading when you trade match to match. Um, so obviously the huge news this year is the return of Chennai Super Kings. Um, Chennai Super Kings were the big team before they were suspended for the past two years. Um, and amazingly, in the eight years they've been in the IPL, they've never not been in the semi-finals. So for anyone who doesn't know, the IPL consists of, I think, usually eight teams. Um, and so basically they've been in the top half of that every single year. But they've also made the top, the final in six of those eight seasons. So 75% of the time they've been one of the top two teams. Um, and they've also obviously won it twice from those final appearances. So that is an incredible record of success. Um, and as such, their price of 8.0 looks big to me. Because obviously in a market where there's eight teams, 8.0 is basically saying they're about average. And I definitely don't agree with that. I'd probably have them around the 5.0 mark myself. Um, they have an ageing squad, but... It's got huge experience at the T20 level. And I mean, if you just read out some of the names in their team, you've got Dhoni, Duplessis, Reiner, Bravo, Jadeja, Watson, Harbajan and Tahir. And that's just to name a few. They've, they've got more talent in that team. Um, and with the amount of quality spin bowling in their ranks, um, they'll be very tough to beat, especially in Chennai where the pitch will take and conditions will really suit their bowling. Um, and for a team with such huge, such a huge record of success in the IPL, um, they're my value pick here. And, and bear in mind, they'll be hugely hungry here uh, to bounce back uh, after that two-year suspension and really sort of use that, hopefully use that anger and it energy from that anger to um you know become a very successful team again this season 
So that's my thoughts on Shenai. Um, I'll go down the list and, and just reel off the teams now. Um, my next team on the list is Delhi Daredevils. I've done I've just done this in uh, alphabetical order, so it's not necessarily in an order where I fancy them or anything. Um, Delhi have never really been a prominent side in the IPL, despite their firepower and usual star names. Um, with Roy Munro and Maxwell being steadied by the ever-dependable Gambier, um, who's a huge signing because they've got a really powerful batting order, obviously with Roy Munro and Maxwell, um, you know, they could take a game away from you, but they need a stable player like Gambier who can sit in and, and not get out early. Um, so yeah, they have a chance of causing some upsets this year. Um, you know, their bowling is their weaker wing by far. Um, but obviously if they're chasing a high total, you can't really count them out with that batting lineup. So anyway, um, on to Kings Eleven Punjab. Kings Eleven Punjab, big overhaul here um, to try and freshen up a struggling team. Um, they've gone for homegrown players like Raul, Ashwin, Singh and Nair uh, to try and revitalise the franchise. But obviously they still have the fire power of Gale and Finch to call upon. Um, bowling again looks a concern beyond Ashwin. So again, this is another team where you think, well, if they get a big total to defend, they might not be able to defend it. But um, at the same time, they might be able to chase a big total. It's a bit of a pattern really in the IPL this year, is that teams seem to have stronger batting lineups than bowling lineups. Um, Kolkata Knight Riders, the next team. Uh, strangely, they only signed 19 of a total 25 players available this year. So basically, they could have had a squad of 25 and they've only got 19 players. Um, to me, that sort of throws out a red flag of, you know, are the owners going all out to try and win it? Maybe they've just tied up all their funds in those 19. I don't know. But Narayan is available for them. Um, they've lost Stark to injury, which is a big loss. But having Narayan come in to fill that void, you know, if there's one bowler you could pick, okay, the bowling styles are a complete contrast. But if there was one bowler you could pick to replace someone who wasn't in the lineup, it would be uh, Narayan. Um, plenty of firepower batting and lots of spin bowling. So they could be a dark horse here. Um, and KKR are kind of known for defending fairly low totals. So if you do get a total of, if they only back to 140, 150, they'll still fancy having a decent chance of winning that match, maybe even 50-50 um, because of the bowling, you know, the amount of spin bowling they have in their team. Um, Mumbai Indians. So the Mumbai are actually a second favourites in the market. Um but some serious questions need to be asked about the hierarchy's decisions in the off-season. I don't understand uh, letting Josh Butler go. It makes little sense to me. And they really don't have specialist spin options, and that will hurt. Um, defending champions, though, um, so that might be the reason for the market optimism. But they will be relying on big performances from some of the lesser-known players this year. And, uh, you know... From my point of view, especially looking at the outright market specifically, I don't really like going for teams with lots of unknowns. Um, I think it might be... They'll do well to get to the final this year. Obviously, it can happen because all the teams are fairly strong. Um, but yeah, some strange decisions there. So Rajasthan Royals next. Um, another team who were out for two years but have come back with a bang. 
the two most expensive signings they've made this season out of all the teams, and that's Stokes and Udadkat. Um, however, that has obviously come at a cost. There's, again, no obvious specialist spinner. Um, and in a game where spin bowling is seen as absolute key, uh, this to me, this is just a glaring omission. And uh, is actually probably why they're least favourites this year, despite signing players like Stokes, who you know can win a game on their own. Um, so, yeah, a strange one again why they wouldn't go for spin. Uh, next team, Royal Challengers Bangalore. The favourites this year. Um, and I think the reason for that is they've got a really balanced lineup, maybe the most balanced lineup in the competition. Um, Coley, obviously, De Villiers will be the heads of a strong batting lineup. Um, but obviously, with plenty of spin options to go along with some quality quicker bowlers like Wokes and Colton Isle. Um, so it would not be a surprise to see them win it all. Um, you know, they have got a decent squad here, but I think the odds are around five at the moment. Um, it's not odds that interest me in, in a tight field like this. Um, but yeah, I can understand why they are favourites, and it wouldn't particularly surprise me if they did go on and win it all. So the final team, um, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. Um, now, losing Warner is huge for them um, because the batting lineup was struggling with Warner. Uh, and now they haven't got Warner. That is a huge loss. Um, there's very little um, power hitting in the team. And in a format where, when batting, the power hitting really is crucial, this could be costly. Um, the team has a very subcontinent feel to it and has players who will be at home in such conditions. Um, and if they can find good batting from Pathan and Huda, who who were probably competing for one place, but now could both get into the lineup I guess without Warner there um, they could be a real threat um, so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens there that they've got players that suit the conditions um, but not a lot of star power but maybe you don't need that you know at the end of the day I guess it is it's about the team it's a team sport so again they could be fairly strong so yeah, that's my summary of the teams this year and the keynotes from the off-season. Obviously, as I said earlier, use our guides um, to trade the IPL and you should make plenty of money. Um, my main tip in the outright market is to back Chennai Super Kings at 8.0 odds. Um, that looks value to me. I'd have them around the 5.0 mark given their success and the quality within their squad still looks uh, the best to me. Okay, guys, um, thanks for listening, and I'll be back with another pod podcast next week.